When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. All right, good morning. Welcome in. We are the Out of Bounds Show, brought to you by Farm Bureau Insurance. Bundle your auto and home and save with your local Farm Bureau Insurance agent in any of the 82 counties in the state of Mississippi. The show is also driven by the Ram Trucks, Jeep Grand Cherokees, pre-owned and new SUVs and trucks. Mack Hike in Flowood. MackHikeFlowood.com. MacHikeFlowwood.com. We want to welcome in Steve Palazzolo, Pro Football Focus, PFF.com. And Steve joins us on the Bucked Up Energy Drinks guest line. Uh, Steve, have you missed us? What's going on, buddy? Yeah, I miss you guys big time. My, my Thursday mornings were completely different, especially last week wandering around at the Combine wondering, hey, what am I going to talk to my friends down there? But, uh, oh, you, you went to the Underwear Olympics? I did. I was more like, more behind the scenes, uh, watching workouts. I was meeting with all of our teams and 30, uh, 35 meetings in three days down there. So uh, just working, just working behind the scenes. All right. Uh, Palazzolo back on his favorite show, trumping uh, Dan Patrick, right. Colin Cowherd, <laughs> and all the NFL cities that he uh, does hits in. Okay. Dak Prescott and the Cowboys. Uh, you can see that that NFL and Cowboys media is questioning why in the world. Evidently, now this is kind of Stephen Jones's team. Uh, why in the world they would move off of Amari Cooper? Uh, that it doesn't make sense even to sign Gallup and Schultz. Um, that Amari is that good a player. Um, what are your thoughts? Where do you stand if this unfolds in Dallas and Dallas doesn't sign, re-sign Amari Cooper, Steve? Yeah, I mean, normally you guys have heard me many times say, I mean, the way to win in the NFL or to put up points in the NFL is to surround your quarterback with great playmakers. And the Cowboys have been as good as the Cats over the last couple of years. Um, Amari Cooper being one of those key players. But 
I think there might be something to how the second team were kind of at the end of his tenure was with the Raiders as well. People have soured on Amari a little bit, whether it was injury-related or or not showing up in big games or whatever. And, and I don't know, there's like a little bit of truth to that. Amari's always been this guy who's really good, really good at getting open. He was never as good as, a, you know, like a Calvin Johnson type or, or an Andre Johnson or a, uh, you know, DeAndre Hopkins, whatever. He was never a dominant player, but you're always looking at a guy that's top 15, 20 type of receiver, gets open in the whole deal. But it just seems like he has, he's the Cowboys power they say the Raiders did at the end. And, and I think they're just trying to, you know, bond. Um, so I don't know as much about what's happening behind the scenes there. I do know if the Cowboys move on from Amari Cooper. I like Michael Gallup, bring Gallup back, that's great. But part of what has made Dallas, you know, pretty productive offensively over the last few years is the third and fourth receivers as well and having that depth. So there'll still be some work to do to kind of get back to where they were when they had Amari Cooper, assuming he's gone. Okay. All right. Uh, we're going to try to get a better connection with Steve Palazzolo. Blake, he and Blake are going to talk here for a second. want to welcome all of y'all in. Say good morning to our listeners. Hope you're doing well. This is the Out of Bounds Show, ESPN 105.9 The Zone. One of the big stories of the offseason will always be Dak Prescott as long as he's playing. Uh, in the NFL, he plays the most important position. He plays with the star on his helmet. He's had uh, a lot of success. Um, there have been challenges and struggles, just like regardless of who you are as far as a player, they're going to happen. Um, it looks like Dallas is going to move off of Amari Cooper. It's an absolute head-scratcher. And All right, so bottom line it for me, Steve. If you're the general manager of the Cowboys, would you re-sign Amari Cooper? I think I think there's enough going on behind the scenes that I, mean, I would on paper, but if there's enough going on behind the scenes that it's soured on him or the coaching staff is soured on him, fine to move on with Amari, but you have to replace him. You have to see him straight. Bringing back Michael Gallup will be good, but that third receiver is still extremely valuable. And whether it's through the draft or, or bringing back in Cedric Wilson, you know, cheap, I think the Cowboys need to need to stay strong at receiver, especially rolling three deep, because that's what's had given them so much success on offense the last couple of years. All right, Steve Palazzolo talking Dak Prescott and the Cowboys on the Bucked Up Energy Drinks guest line. So, Steve, um, I love where you're going here. And, and I love the, how you value wide receivers and where the game is going today. So, if they move off of Amari, does Steve Palazzolo not just strongly con- – is it a done deal that you draft a receiver with the first pick of the Cowboys, even though it's in the 20s? Or is it you strongly consider or, done, or 100% you draft a wide receiver in the first round if you're the Cowboys? I, I just think it makes the receiver the receiver is definitely in play in the first round. I do think there's some value there probably for the Cowboys on the defensive line, especially if they're, you know, if they're going to aggravate Demarcus Lawrence with contract stuff, and they need help on the defensive line. So I think it's, I think it's both. I, I do think uh, you know a guy like Sky Moore from Western Michigan could be a really nice fit, but you could have him in the second round potentially. So I don't think you have to force a wide receiver pick in round one. But if the right guy falls, you know, if the right Ohio State guy falls, Garrett Wilson or Chris Olave, I think both of those guys are gone. But if they're if they're available, just like when CD, I thought CD Lamb would be gone when he was available at 17 a couple years ago. So if the right guy is there, you take him. 
I do think value-wise, defensive line is probably shaping up to be the right play for Dallas, the way the board would fall. But, um, yeah, I think you always keep your options open and then take the best players at the, at the most valuable positions of the draft. All right. Blake, will you let me know? I know they're in the 20s. What are they, like 24 or something? Okay. All right. So uh, we'll all have to pour a triple bourbon as Stephen Jones makes that pick. Uh, Blake and I will be in Las Vegas. I'm not, I am not. I may have to console Blake, depending on which direction they go. Stephen will probably draft a safety, which would be fitting. Uh, out of bounds, ESPN 105.9 The Zone. We'll, uh, we're visiting with Steve Palazzolo, PFF.com, Pro Football Focus, NFL Insider. Okay, if Alave and I think you said Garrett, Wilson, Ohio State wide receivers, if they're off the board, well, if they're off the board and maybe another one, I don't know how many, by 24, who do you think could be the best option for the Cowboys at that pick, Steve? I have to tell you about this game-changing product I use before a night out with drinks. It's called Z-Biotics. Let's face it, after a night out with drinks, I don't bounce back the next day like I used to, and I have to make a choice. I can either have a great night or a great next day. And that is until I found Z-Biotics. Every time I have a Z-Biotics before drinks, I notice a difference the next day. Even after a night out, I can confidently plan on hosting this show and being awesome without worry. Look, I won't lie. I was a bit on the fence about Z-Biotics initially, but then while hanging out with friends, over cocktails, I gave it a shot. And believe me, it is the real deal. Go to zbiotics.com slash OOB to get 15% off your first order when you use OOB at checkout. Remember to head to zbiotics.com slash OOB and use the code OOB at checkout for 15% off. Thank you, Zbiotics, for sponsoring this episode and our good times. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo Concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Uh, at, at receiver, yeah, just at receiver, yeah. So again, I don't at twenty four. It's tough. Like I thought, I thought Traylon Burks from Arkansas would be a good fit for a bunch of teams. Didn't love his workout running four five five and kind of dealing with some weight issues. He still could be a good play there. Big body goes up and gets it, and, and it has good game speed that didn't necessarily show up at the combine. I uh, mentioned Sky Moore uh, from Central uh, from Western Michigan. Uh, who's you know a quick get you know receiver who just works the underneath stuff really well gets open but also ran right about four four at the combine and well they answer some speed questions again I don't know if twenty four is the right play necessarily that, um, hmm. for him but you know there's a, I think with so much of the way the the combine worked out and guys like Calvin Austin running extremely fast the Memphis receiver I, I really think there's going to be some good receivers available on day two. Um, so I would need, you know, a Drake London to fall, the big USC receiver, a Drake London, the two Ohio State guys. I would need those guys to fall to be, you know, to feel good about the receiver value at 24. 
if they're off the board, I really think the second round or day two in general could be a good place to pick up receivers just because I think it is such a deep class. Okay. Talking Dak and the Cowboys with Steve Palazzolo. Uh, for our listeners and for Steve, uh, I will be videoing Blake live at the draft in Las Vegas. And as soon as Stephen Jones and the Cowboys make that pick at 24, uh, I'm going to send, I'm going to text that video straight to Palazzolo. And when Stephen <laughs> Jones picks an outside linebacker and Blake starts throwing things in the, uh, in Reliant stadium, I'm not sure what direction it'll go. And may, we may get kicked out. We may not see the 25th pick of the, uh, of the NFL draft in, in about, uh, whenever it is six weeks or so you're listening out of bounds. Why do you ESPN. have no faith? They've, <laughs> I, they've been great the last two years. Okay, that's a great point. Micah Parsons was unbelievable, and C.D. Lamb. Those were two great picks. That's a good point, Palazzolo. Yeah. <laughs> All right, that's true. That that's like that's like two A picks. Uh, that Stephen yeah, Jones got to trust, trust those Cowboys. Yeah. Okay. Great. Now, 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 our theme from now to the to, to the draft is how great the Cowboys are at drafting in the first round. Um, there you go. All right, let's. Uh, I want to ask you. I'm going to ask you this every week that we have you on leading up to the draft because of Matt Corral. But if if you're a general manager, Steve, and you're picking the first, however it lands, second pick, third pick, sixth pick, however this all rolls out, uh, who is the first quarterback picked if you're the general manager in the NFL draft? Don't make me do it. I still don't know. Okay. I still don't have a strong inclination either way on on the quarterbacks. I I really think it depends on situation. If I know I can sit someone, I'd probably look at Malik Willis and think about, you know, sitting and developing him. If I needed a starter right away, which again, I I wouldn't build my team where like I need to get a starter at QB. Um Kenny Pickett would be intriguing, but I don't want my hand forced on any of this stuff. Corral I think Corral and and Desmond Ritter, you know, two guys I'd be looking at back end of the first round or early second and be happy with them there. But I think that's how most that's how I am with most quarterbacks. I think I'd rather not take one in the top half of the first round in this class. I would look at the look at them at the back end of the first and into the second. You know, any of the top six or so I'd be happy with in the second round. And I think some of those guys are gonna fall. Um I just don't have a strong inclination as far as the best of this bunch right now because it really is just all over the place. And I think it's dependent on situation. Well, uh, if you had to bet a hundred dollars is corral off the board, um, b- by the 18th pick is the saints drafted 18 is, is corral. No, I think, I think, I think he's available. Okay. Okay. I think, I, I think he'll be available. It's, it, it's interesting because so many of the quarterbacks are seniors or, you know, they, they all went to the senior bowl and it feels like Corral's going a little bit under the radar, you know, just because we, we watched all the guys practice and play in the senior bowl. And, you know, I think, I think you're, I think people forgetting about Corral a little bit. So there's not a ton of hype around him and, and certainly not in the top half of the first round. So I, I, I think he's available in the, in the back end of the first. That's incredible to me. I mean, I, I don't even think it's close. But, I mean, I, and then you compare him to, like, Trey Lance, 
I mean, he's better. He's better than Trey yeah, Lance. I mean, he's better than Mac Jones. He's better than Justin Fields. He's he played in the best division in college football without the best talent, and was a superstar. I mean, he had to carry the whole load. I just that's it's 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 crazy to me right now, Steve. He he had the, the struggle as a favorable offense. I don't think his his arm is great. I know he's he's got some some throws where it kind of shows it off a little bit, but. You know, some of the off-platform stuff and, and velocity when he has to move and everything. Not on the run, but has to, like, reset and everything. I, I think that's not not the best. Uh, but I really think it's it's the quality of the offense or, you know, how good the offense was or favorite quarterbacks where there's not a whole bunch of NFL-type stuff there. Not that that's, uh, you know, impossible to overcome. It's just, again, it's, it's just part of the projection process. So... I think that's a big part of it. Um, absolutely, he, he balled out, did it in the SEC, did it with you know not one of the best teams in the SEC West, of course. So there's definitely something to that. But again, I think there's an, an you know the height, stature, build, all that stuff. I think people are probably going to use it against him um, for whatever that's worth. I mean, I think they're going to use it against Bryce Young next year as well. So um, it'll be interesting. But I think again, there's not a ton of hype around Corral right now. But I think if but that could change, him, right? I mean, who? Oh, I mean, any, you know, six weeks is an eternity between now and Vegas, right? I think you know teams are right in the middle now of getting the coaching staff and getting uh, more of the pro personnel people watching these players, right? So college scouts have been watching them forever. They put initial grades on them, but now as you as, as free agency ends and everything, you're starting to get more draft evaluations, like in the building, so to speak. So. Probably right after free agency, you'll you'll get more hype, right? Which is like, oh, Kenny Pickett's never going to get out of the top ten, or Malik Willis is definitely the top QB off the board, or moving up, or whatever it is. You start to get that stuff probably right after free agency and get a lot more of that news. Hmm. Can you imagine, Steve Blake? All right. So if we're at the NFL draft, we're in Vegas. We got cocktails in our hand. We're watching Goodell do all the stuff. Can you imagine if the Saints get Corral and Stephen Jones and the Cowboys continue their their drafting in the first round and nail a wide receiver? Talking about a party for, for Blake and I. Because I just don't see the Saints in free agency with what's happened the last few days, Steve. I don't see the Saints with, with just a really good option in free agency, which means if a corral is on the board, I don't see why not uh, drafting him. Your thoughts? I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you'll hear us in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and, not as uh, simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family cannolis and spins mean everything now you want to get mixed up in the family business introducing the godfather at chabacasino.com 
Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. I mean, states are in an interesting spot, right? It's like if Sean Payton was there, you would say, okay, I think they're going to try to win now. You know, they're trying to keep this roster together. They're always, you know, it looks like they're billions of dollars over in cap space, but they can restructure everybody to get to where they need to be, which they're in the middle of doing. So it's this, it's this interesting spot where they can still win, but you need the next quarterback, and you got to take start taking shots at quarterback. And, and I really think a guy like Jameis Winston, like when you see what Carson Wentz goes for, a couple third-round picks, conditional second there, I mean, Jameis Winston or Teddy Bridgewater are probably better values, you know, but you're also, it's not your guy for the future. I mean, Jameis could be, you know, because he was off to that and start with the Saints. But I think the Bucks are going to be in play there. Saints will be in play to bring him back. Um, but again, you're, you're still in the quarterback market, and you guys have heard me say quite a bit, just take, keep taking quarterbacks, in part because the NFL is not great at evaluating quarterbacks. So even if you don't like somebody, they don't look like a great prospect to you. They're just a good prospect. You never know. Like People didn't know that Dak was going to hit in the fourth round. People didn't know that Mahomes would be a, a Hall of Famer at 10 overall. Um, people will claim that they thought they thought that, but you don't really know. So you have to take shots at quarterback. And the Saints are in that bucket or in that boat. The Steelers are in that boat. Like Those teams... You have to try to find the next guy. But you're balancing it against getting another key contributor for the team with whichever free agent quarterback you bring in. So that's the discussions that are happening, but I'd be all in on just, you know, taking the quarterback, seeing what you have and, you know, looking for that next guy. All right, now that Russell Wilson's with the Denver Broncos and Aaron Rodgers has decided to go back to Green Bay. Uh, no, let me go here before I go Steelers, I'll, although you may tie the Steelers in. All right, Deshaun Watson, let's just assume that the legal stuff gets cleaned up tomorrow, which people, some people believe could happen. Where does that leave us in your – if it gets cleaned up tomorrow and Deshaun's in a better spot, where do you think that takes us with Deshaun Watson, Steve? I mean, I think it's just all, all the teams that are left with, with quarterback issues are – you know, throwing draft picks at the Texans. You know, it's, uh, the Panthers are, are pretty desperate. I think they have Sam Darnold, and they're picking six overall. Who knows if they love anybody? Uh, they have a mess on their offensive line, but it's year three for Matt Rule, and, and they need to make a move. They, they've been in on every quarterback the last couple of years. Panthers would be, you know, looking for Watson. I, the Colts desperately need a QB, but you wouldn't imagine Watson's going in the division, so they're probably out. Steelers are also they're in the AFC, so you're less likely to you know maybe trade Watson to the AFC if you're the Texans. But the Steelers are certainly calling about him. So I think, yeah, I mean there's 
the teams that are desperate at, at this at the moment that didn't make the Russell Wilson move, the Broncos being gone. I mean, Seattle's in that mix, of course, now because they could do anything, and they actually have some draft picks to maybe to use now. So maybe they're gonna can they flip from Russell Wilson to Deshaun Watson? I don't know. Um, but if you've got a quarterback issue and things are completely cleared up as far as you know legal issues go with Deshaun Watson, he's the next the next big piece around the NFL, especially with the um, the quarterback class being you know filled with question marks this year. Mm, okay, Steve Palazzolo, NFL Insider, PFF.com, Pro Football Focus. Uh, Steve, can you ever remember a division like the AFC West uh, loaded the way it is with quarterbacks now that Russell Wilson uh, goes from the Seattle to the Broncos? No, I'm trying to think back. I mean, like Elway and Montana were in the same division for a couple of years. I mean, we just saw Brady and Breeze in the same division, but it wasn't the same top to bottom. I mean, Mahomes, Herbert, and Russell Wilson. I'll tell you what this could do. The Raiders, you know, they said they're going to stick with Derek Carr. He's got one year left on his contract. This might be the smart play with Josh McDaniels coming in, Dave Ziegler's the new GM. Just say, look, we're not going to win the next the next couple of years. Let's let's look to three years from now. We just got hired. We have some time to build it up. Derek Carr is our most valuable asset. The teams that I just mentioned, throw the Bucks in there too, by the way, desperate for a quarterback. All those teams, you know, you might be able to get a ton for Derek Carr because teams need a quarterback. All these teams, you know, they don't want to draft somebody. The Bucks want to compete right now. The Steelers want to compete. Maybe the Raiders end up flipping Derek Carr, sucking it up in the basement the next couple of years and trying to build that roster up to compete two, two years from now. Could be a viable strategy now that Russ is in the division. But, yeah, I've never seen anything like it. So it's going to be awesome. You're going to see Russ versus Herbert twice, Russ versus Mahomes twice. Chiefs and Chargers were already playing great games last year. So it's going to be amazing, AFC West next year next couple years all right we'll leave it there uh steve palazzolo pro football focus pff.com well how about this are the it's early but the leaders in the clubhouse for you in the nfc now that now that aaron and Devontae, aaron Rodgers, Devontae adams going back to green bay is the leader in the clubhouse for you uh the packers or another team steve no it's, it's the packers they won't be able to keep everybody next year but they'll still have their nucleus intact cowboys are still looking good you know the rams of course are still they'll be good enough you know even if they lose some players and the cardinals probably need to be considered in there too i mean the the rest of the nfc south is not great and the rest of the nfc east i mean maybe the eagles are like a top four team in the nfc unless i'm forgetting somebody here because the whole nfc north is rebuilding besides the packers the west you got seattle rebuilding now of course, the Niners will be in there too, but it's not—it's not as competitive as the AFC looks right now. That's for sure. I got one minute. I lied. I, I just followed up with two more questions. Uh, Kyler Murray, are right. you concerned about the lack of leadership qualities that you're hearing out of uh, Arizona with Kyler Murray? I am, just because it's like forty million dollars a year or, or nothing, right? I mean, for Arizona, it's just such a tough decision. You're either investing a, a, a ridiculous amount of money in this guy which is the going rate for a top quarterback, which he is on the field. But again, when, when, you, when the quarterback isn't – when he doesn't look like, like a, a leader like a Mahomes, a Brady, a, a Breeze, or whoever you want to say, it's an issue, right? Um, I still think they pay him. They'll figure it out. They'll get there. But, of course, there's some risk there of 
if things aren't perfect off the field when you're paying $40 million a year for your, for your QB. I know Russ to the Broncos and Aaron staying to Green Bay was wild this week. I think we're just getting started, Steve, with some other I things hope so. that can happen. Yeah. The NFL packed like an offseason's worth of news in the two days. I was waiting for it. So, yeah, it's been fun. <laughs> I bet PFF.com was nuts. Uh, and with Deshaun, we'll see what happens there. And then how is all that going to impact the top five and top ten picks in the NFL draft? I think it will have a tremendous impact on on those picks he is steve palazzolo nfl insider pro football focused uh pff.com steve have a great weekend buddy thanks man thank you you too appreciate you guys that was uh steve palazzolo on the bucked up energy drinks guest line we're live from the uh beautiful mississippi gulf coast on a thursday sun's trying to come out and uh we've got another hour of out of bounds on 105.9 the zone Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hey, guys. It is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.